At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash grad school. Well, ladies and gentlemen, all you coin lickers out there, we are live and it is Lance Goolsby talking straight into your ear holes and going to mess up your brain. This is the brand new episode of the Global Detection Adventures radio podcast. And as always, you know me, I'm Lance Goolsby. I'm sitting in the GDA studios all the way across the Atlantic and Schweinfurt, Germany, pretty close to England where a couple of our friends, Luke and Laura and... Uh, and uh, Scotty and Huntress Kimmy are sitting right now, probably listening in. And um, we are going to be talking today with another Kimmy out there. This is one that's in uh, the southern half of the United States, Siren Kimmy. She's going to be joining us on the show today. We're going to be talking what's been going on in her world for the, uh, the course of the last several months. Her summer has been quite... Uh, eventful i guess you could put it in those terms and uh we're going to be talking with her and find out exactly what's been going on in her world uh, if you have any questions as always as always feel free to go ahead and leave a comment right on the facebook uh live video of the recording of this we are recording this live just about every saturday or sunday i try to get the announcement out there first but I'm not the best. I'm not the greatest brain out there. I tend to forget a whole lot. Um, and what we're going to be doing is we're going to be uh, doing a couple little bits first. I want to thank every single one of you guys for, first of all, tuning in. Uh, we have, uh, you know, thousands or let's say hundreds of other podcasts that you guys could be listening to. And as always, you've come and listened to this one and that really really uh feeds my ego no 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 it uh it makes me feel really really great uh getting each one of you guys to uh uh come in and take a listen people like gary j fenn who's actually listening in right now my buddy daniel who i was out metal detecting with and we had one of the slowest days uh in years out there metal detecting it was just horrible but you know uh we get new permissions it's his first time that he's gotten a permission and you know we had to go give it a shot uh so we are going to uh but anyway i wanted to thank every single one of you for listening uh it's because of you guys this show is still on the air because of your love for this show and for the gda name uh i am still around Thank you so much. If you subscribe to us on iTunes, please, 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 I can't say this enough. Leave a comment on the the uh, the show on on iTunes and leave a rating on there. It really helps us. There's a some kind of weird um, algorithm in uh, iTunes that uh, helps. If the more people that actually leave comments and stuff, the higher you'll actually land in the. Um, 
you know, the the, the the placing in the charts. And if I can get more people to see the show, maybe we can get more people to listen in. And that's what my main goal is. Get more of you listening in, and we can get more people in as well. Uh, now, I want to send uh, a big, big uh, heartfelt apology and sorry out to uh, one of our moderators, Matt Howell. Uh, in the New Jersey area. He is a fireman as well, and um, they just recently uh, suffered a massive loss. Uh, one of the firemen, Brad Clark, uh, died w when they responded to a motor vehicle accident and a tractor trailer smashed into the fire engine, and he was killed on the scene. And what I'd like to do, I'm going to send my biggest and most heartfelt uh, sympathies and heartfelt, uh, you know, uh, prayers to the family, friends, and everybody of uh, Brad Clark. And I'd like to go ahead and take a moment of silence in his name. All right. Um, yeah, well... Matt, uh, just remember, we're always here for you, and uh, if you need anything, you got a whole family of people in the GDA uh, family, and we're all here for you. Uh, also, uh, thank you to every single one of you. Instagram just hit 100 followers. That's one week it took us to hit 100 followers. Uh, make sure that if you post anything on Instagram, uh, to use the hashtag GDAPod, P-O-D. Uh, once you do that, what it does is it actually uh, links to us, and we'll be able to share those as well. So uh, uh, make sure that you uh, give us those hashtags so that we can share all your finds. All right? All right. Uh, now, uh, I want to go ahead and uh, bring in the guest. She is uh, really not in any kind of need of any kind of introduction. Everybody knows uh, knows her. She is the siren. She is the... She, she's moving around a lot in the background and... Uh, <laughs> Am I? <laughs> I don't know. Some kind of noise coming in. But, uh, you know, Kimmy is, Siren Kimmy is one of the ones. She and she is all in for the empowerment of um, female metal detectors and uh, the unity of the female metal detecting community. And she is truly uh, a great friend of mine. I've known her now for about three years. And, um, yeah, so... Siren Kimmy, thank you for coming on to the show. I am really happy that you are one of the first official guests of the year. Thank you for coming in. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> well, season season four just kicked off and uh, of the show. Now, um, you are officially the first, first guest to be on the show. Now, what I want to know is um, you've had a pretty, pretty eventful year. Um, there's not been a lot of metal detecting, but there's a lot of other things been going on. Uh, you live in the southern United States and the southeast side of the U.S., and um, you were right there, uh, right in the middle of everything when the hurricanes came down. Now, can you tell me exactly how that was and how it felt to be in the middle of something so tragic as this? I will, but first... 
there has been a ton of metal detecting going on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out there as much as I can be. Um, I've, I haven't been in the last couple of weeks. This is true. Um, the hurricane, we have been, part of what happens with me is my job, I am considered essential pers- personnel in the county. Mm-hmm. So when there is a disaster or an emergency, we get activated um, with the EOC. So I wind up with many, many hours and um, we didn't get hit as bad this time with the hurricane. Matthew was much, much worse. We had a lot of flooding and it was really devastating here in our county. Mm. Um, But this time it was mostly a wind situation and just being activated for people without power. Um, we had some damage. My house has got a couple new skylights on it. Um, there's been <laughs> some water got into the house. So some damage to the floor, um, that type of thing, but not quite as bad as what we saw with Matthew. Yeah. And, um, uh, for but, those who don't know, both of these, uh, hurricanes have hit within the last month, hasn't it? Or um, Matthew was, um, a couple years ago. Oh, okay. Um, then, then we had Florence. And now we have Michael. So we've been we've been getting hit with them. My uh, Michael was nothing for us. We had a little bit of wind and some rain and some beautiful skies. Florence was a little bit uh, windier with a little bit more damage here. But over in New Bern and in Fayetteville, uh, Fayetteville, and, and I know you lived there yeah. before, Lance. The, yeah. the person's bridge. The water um, was at the bridge level. It was it was so overflown. Um, and everything in that area, in the downtown Fayetteville area, was pretty much wet. It, it got really flooded out, so they got hit pretty bad. We're just we're just far enough away um, where I'm at that we did not get as much of the flooding. We did mm. get the the lovely mosquitoes, um, the size of birds that <laughs> that came after the fact. <laughs> but for we were very fortunate. Um, so I, I have to thank my lucky stars for that one. But yeah. we did have a lot of hours working in the EOC with that being activated during the hurricane. And then we had to do some cleanup afterwards of the people that did um, did have some damage and, and working with FEMA to get people some money for lost food and that sort of thing. Because I didn't have power for like seven days. I had to, I finally had to vacate. I went to a hotel. I'm, I'm a wuss. I can't do it. I can't yes. live without air conditioning. Not in North Carolina. Everything was damp and wet and the, the hardwood floors were you couldn't walk on them without slipping around because everything was so just miserably hot and, and humid. So I vacated for a little bit, <laughs> but so it's been a little bit crazy. And then on the other hand of it, my uncle is an insurance adjuster. So anytime there's a hurricane, I help him with that. Um, he goes out and he, he does the adjusting aspect of it to try to help people get, get their homes and everything back through their insurance companies. And um, so I put a lot of hours in doing that, you know, doing, making the phone calls and arranging his schedules and, and all that. So hurricane season is pretty much madness for me. <laughs> No, that's well, yeah, that's just sounds crazy. I mean, I couldn't even imagine the Pearson Street Bridge. That's oh, I want to say that's a good 18 to 20 feet of water there. Yeah, it, it, it was it was threatening to take it down, but thankfully, oh. uh, from what I know, there there wasn't the the water did not damage the bridge where they have to replace it, but um, it was it was up there and I. I, you know, on the metal detecting aspect of it, I, I keep wanting to get down because, um, <laughs> you know, um, that is the Cape Fear River and that has been yeah. inhabited since the 1700s, maybe yeah. even earlier. I, I don't remember when the first the first people came to 
Fayetteville. I think it was the early 1700s when they really started to finally settle down here. In fact, um, uh, the pirates the used to, yeah, the pirates okay. used to use that river as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That that river's been been used for a really long time, and then again settled. Um, that's where everybody settled was on the river because naturally people settled where the water is. So um, I'm hoping I have a section down there that I'm going to try to get to um, as soon as some of these mosquitoes die down. You know <laughs> what? I might just come I'm out and join you. <laughs> our regular bug sprays, the Promethean, not, they, they don't care. They are like, this is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> they will take you away and I will never be heard from again. So I'm trying to wait for them to calm down a little bit. So. <laughs> You're needing something like DDT straight. <laughs> I swear. Just... It's horrible. It's horrible. Put me in a big, even there, they even bite through screens. So I was kind of like, well, if I got one of those like big screen, you know, masks and yeah. all that kind of stuff, but they're, they're biting through. Somebody said they bit through their tennis shoe. I'm like, that is a serious mosquito. <laughs> that is that that's not a mosquito anymore. I think that's some kind of a prehistoric Mutant. creature. That's bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking. They're like pterodactyls. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there, well, there goes another aircraft from Pope air force base. Nope. That's a mosquito. Yep. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. But yeah, That's so what, what have you with. what have you been hunting? How have you how's that been going on? I'm sure that the um, ground is nice and moist and and uh, really diggable right now. Well, the wonderful thing about where I am, it's considered the sand hills, so it's never really that difficult to dig in. Our difficulties are the heat and the bugs, um, but the the soil is always pretty good. But of course, the conductivity when you get a little bit more moisture in the air and the rain and everything makes everything so much nicer yeah. and uh so since i'm not working 12 hour shifts anymore i plan on getting out and doing some more detecting of course it's going to be like in the 70s coming up the next couple of weeks so i'm i'm really thrilled about that oh yeah that's fantastic to get out and get some more digging done but i have been doing um i've been working with my local uh, museum over here and i've been doing some digging um on the museum site and I have got some pretty cool things that I've dug up and in the different areas throughout town, what I'm, what I'm finding, I'm donating to the museum. And I have found some pretty cool things. Um, one of the things that really, really, really got me was a um, two pieces, two different holes, was a um, Confederate of Veterans reunion medal from, it's the 39th annual reunion, and it was in 1929 um, wow. in Charlotte. So it was the two pieces minus the ribbon, of course, that would have connected the two pieces together. And that was so cool to find because you know how much I love digging Civil War items. So. Yeah, and that's, that's, a, <laughs> like, that's a fantastic one, very personal. Yeah, it, so that, that was one of my favorites. Um, I also found um, a World War I sweetheart locket. Uh, that had the um, like the great seal on the, the front of it mm -hmm. and it, there was no picture inside anymore it's shaped like a heart and a real intricate piece that is another one of the favorite things that i find re found recently um a police bell that it's and it's not that it's not the kind of I forget what they call them that go on the motorcycle um it's not a motorcycle bell it's much bigger than that so i'm still trying to track down what this might have been off of huh. um, but a very cool item it's got a police shield on it um, so I'm finding some really interesting things in the local area, um, but I'm also itching to get out and do some more Civil War hunting and, again, getting down towards Cape Fear a little, little bit to see if I can uncover some things down there. And I found a tag recently with the name of, of somebody that is the same last name as some prominent people from early settlers of this town. So I'm trying to 
research like where where he fits in the line <laughs> and if he's still alive or if he has relatives um, in the area to get this tag back that I have, it looks like it's a keychain or something that it had the name and address on it. So I'm, I'm researching that right now. But. Oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. Good luck on that one. Uh, keep Thank us you. up to date on that one. Uh, we'll do. I'd like to say I'd love. Uh, the videos or the or any kind of news where people give uh, stuff back to people that have lost it over the years. Yeah. Uh, one of my yeah. favorite was the class ring that got returned after forty something years. I think it was. Um, I think it was in Texas. I think uh, Randall Garrett is the one that did that one. It was yeah. just, just beautiful, absolute beautiful. We stories. had um, my my friend Gary and I had um, he he found a dog tag over in England and we traced it down. It was a World War II chased chased it down to over in New England here. <laughs> so we were able to return that. That was pretty cool. Um, there, there's nothing like finding something like that. Those real personal items. Yeah. Um, they're they're just mind blowing. I, I don't know. And I saw somebody post on Facebook the other day. Um, they were they had found a coin and it it was a drilled coin and they asked you know would you prefer to find it drilled or not drilled and i say drilled hands down you know because it, it's something that somebody wore it's yeah it's, it it meant something more even if it was um even if it was just for safekeeping so they didn't lose it it was tied on their body you know exactly it, that to me is crazy um so i love the the drilled coins i, I would First, I would always want to find those before finding them without rules. Yeah, I've seen a couple of those have been popping up overseas recently this week. Uh, one of the gentlemen, I think in the Middle East, he found one, a uh, good two, 3,000-year-old uh, piece, and uh, it was drilled as well. So who, wow. who knows, uh, you know, who had that around their neck at some point and when that string snapped and it fell to the ground and he was just devastated when they yeah. got oh gosh yeah that's then that's what i think about because when you think about the denominations and how much that money was worth then compared yeah. to what it is now you know they're they were losing a lot of money when these coins went missing so you you got to kind of feel bad for them yeah it's see kind of like the example i got a friend of mine who found a six kreutzer coin uh, a couple weeks ago while we were metal detecting and I've done some research in the early, around 1799, 1800, six Kreutzer, if you think about it this way, 20 Kreutzer could buy you a brand new horse. So six, wow. yeah, six Kreutzer and a horse was extremely expensive because it was such a, a work, well, pardon the pun, it was a workhorse. And, right. um, and uh, so six, that, that might've been a, you know, a whole month's rent or who knows exactly what it was? It's just insane the stuff that you find, and when yeah. you, when you think about what it's worth and how that well, person must have just died, right? And I mine was uh, my favorite one was a 1854 seated dime that I found in a Confederate. Uh, campsite so I'm just like yeah that that was a confederate soldiers even oh, if it's not wow. it's got to be you know yeah <laughs> of course I like to I like to romanticize thing I, I can never say 100 <laughs> percent sure but yeah it's very I'm, very likely I know? am very sure it was uh uh yeah uh Daniel Ainsworth found a dog tag an American dog tag here in Germany yeah but he couldn't find anyone to send it to um so yeah uh, I know there's some people out there that have some connections to uh, the groups that uh, locate the owners of dog tags. So if you know them, uh, check out the comments. You'll see Daniel Ray Ainsworth. 
Um, he is uh, my buddy here in Schweinfurt. If you can't get a hold of him, get a hold of me, and I'll give him the information. Uh, see if we yeah, can get. Th- um, have him have him message me too, because um, um, the person that we work with that that was able to help research the the dog tag. Um, she, um, I'd have that number somewhere or her information somewhere, uh, website, I think it is. It was like Angelos or angels, something like that. Yeah. I don't know if anybody knows that one. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, Daniel, get a hold of Siren Kimmy. Uh, I'll send you the, the deets and the, the numbers later on. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, now, um, as far as, there's been a, a while that you have not been putting out videos, and I know it has a lot to deal with uh, the fact that uh, these inclement weather fronts that have been coming in, and you've been extremely busy. Uh, but we do have news of stuff coming out here again real soon. Is this correct? Yes. Actually, I have a video that was almost finished in August. It was due to come out in September. And every time I try to sit down to work on it, (laughs) I literally just have to finish. um, You know, I go a little bit crazy with my intro sometimes. So I'm just finishing my intro and um, kind of putting it all together and throwing the music on it. That's all I've got to do. And I've been trying to do that since the end of August, just with everything that keeps popping up with the storms and everything and, and just not having the time to get it done. <laughs> it's like I really, I know I need to get it out there. And I keep saying, and today, okay, I should be doing it right now, Lance, but guess what I'm doing? I'm sorry. You know what? You know me. I bug okay. you all the okay. time. So I'm going to find anything that I can do to keep bugging you. <laughs> it's all good. But it's uh, just one of those things, you know, trying to find, I've got, I've got, um, I've had adjusters come out here. I was battling with my insurance company. Um, they didn't want to cover my damage here and and then I had demanded a second opinion so they sent another adjuster out well now they're going to cover it so now I have somebody coming out um tomorrow to look at the flooring because they're going to cover the floor so I needed I I have to have all these estimates and all this it's just been it just trying to get back and I can't imagine just with the damage that I've had and the the headaches that I've had that came along with them what I consider minor damage especially the people up in Newburn and people that lost their house and their lives. Yeah. And, you know, this is, this is minor, but man, the headaches of dealing with insurance companies and trying to get it done. Um, you know, how long ago has it been since Florence came through here and I'm still, I still have tarps on my roof. So, yeah. you know, it's just, it's a thing, I guess, but, but, you know, uh, I know you, you're going to be putting yours off as far as long as possible because you know, other people have greater need than you. And yeah, I'm not, I'm not that. sweating it. The tarps are up there. There's no water getting in. So, you know, yeah. and I told, I've, I've told um, people that are the adjuster that was getting ready to come out. She's like, well, I won't be able to come out for another 12 days. I'm like, all right, you know, yeah. I'm not going anywhere. I'm here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, it's, but there are a ton of adjusters that that's one thing, uh, like I said, working with my uncle, they are, they have independent adjusters that come in. So there's like hundreds of them that come to the area. In fact, when I was staying at the hotel, there were um, a bunch of the adjusters that were holed up over there uh, getting ready to go out the next day. So they, they come in from all over the country 
to assist with getting the adjustments done. So that's one good thing is I think they get, and they have demands, you know, the companies have demands that you have to contact them within 24 hours. And, you know, so they, they really do try to keep up on, on getting them taken care of as soon as possible. Yeah. Well, at least you were able to get out of there for a little bit, go up and uh, take the dog and let the dog kick around a hotel room for a oh, while. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. This place, it was so funny because, it is, you know, the Pinehurst area. Yeah. Right. So it's a little bit swanky. And um, so I, I, it was last minute. I'm looking for a room that will take dogs. <laughs> and, you know, everything's booked up. Everybody's had to get out of their homes. Nobody has power. And so I finally get at, at a golf resort and I get one that will allow Autumn. And apparently I found out after taking her in, it's an, an old, old historic building they normally don't let dogs come in. So they had made an exception <laughs> for us. And um, I paid, you know, a nice hefty um, deposit on having her in there. But she just thought it was the best thing ever. You know, this this whole, that was like, like a little suite and she's running around in here thinking this was bomb, you know. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be broke after this, but okay, <laughs> you know, here out on the golf resort. And I almost felt guilty, you know, because there were people that couldn't afford to go to a hotel and you know here here i am with my puppy living a couple posh days but i figured i worked my butt off in the eoc for hours and hours and hours and hours so i just it was good to just kind of take an exhale i was still working at that point still doing the 12-hour shifts but at least it was a nice dry place to go to yeah exactly uh, and, and not be here so be able to and shower to and, yeah yeah exactly yeah Cause it's well, and be- I'm one of those people that I can't sleep if I'm hot and I can't sleep if I don't have a noisemaker, like a, the white noise. Yeah, and yeah. So no power. I mean, I was, I didn't sleep for, I was, think it was like two or three days that I, that's what finally pushed me to go to the hotel because I just couldn't, I couldn't sleep. Yeah, I'm exactly the same way. I mean, I have a, um, a ceiling fan in my house uh, in the bedroom and that's on summer, winter, whenever. Just so we get that, just to get that sound. (laughs) Got to have that noise. But God, yeah, what what I went through was nothing compared to the people that, you know, I try to be support as much as possible in my job and what I do. And and I I can really appreciate what they were going through is is miserable. And and there there were some people that lost their lives and and my heart goes out to them and their families. And it's just, it's tough because you can't, you can't escape it. You can't pick your house up and, and carry it out and let the storm come and bring it back, you know it's it's it. there's people that had all of their belongings washed away and and their i can really appreciate gone. what they were going through is is miserable and and there there were some people that lost their lives and and my heart goes out to them and their families yeah yeah definitely yeah it's a really sad situation i mean it you know everybody seemed to be ready for this but it just came in a lot harder and a lot more impactful than it actually uh, should have been uh, almost as if some places just didn't have the uh, the government set up ready for it. But you know, this isn't a this isn't a political podcast, so I'm not going to be traveling down that rabbit hole. Um, no, gosh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and I think too, with here in um, here in this area that I am, they we had a little taste, a big taste of it with Matthew, and it was such a nightmare that that was kind of the dress rehearsal, you know what I mean? So from anything going forward, we've been prepared for it. We're enough inland, you know, the Fort Bragg area, you wouldn't think that you're going to get anything worse than a little bit of rain and some wind, but you know, to, to be seeing these storms now coming up that are just, 
they're they're like on steroids you know it's ridiculous that by the time they reach here to to still be that high of winds and that much rain and of course with florence the the bad part was that she um stayed over she had the you know the opposing winds and of course it took her longer to come across land so the rainfall is what really killed yeah. the area over here just this constant downpour of rain and no no end in sight so that's really what you know the water had nowhere else to go so the flooding it was inevitable really yeah and it wasn't it wasn't even the fact that it was just a small little amount of rain like a typical rainfall this is you imagine the worst rain that you had and then imagine that lasting for hours upon hours upon hours and that's exactly yeah, what spent, was happening i spent an entire week in one of those you know who the gorton fisherman is yeah, yeah. <laughs> I make a joke about the commercial and one of those yellow raincoats that and they gave me an extra large. It's all they had. So it came down to my ankles and the sleeves like came down to my knees, you know, <laughs> I had to roll up the sleeves and the big floppy hood. And I was like just engulfed in this yellow raincoat for days just because you couldn't leave the building. And we had our network um, go down a couple of times. So we had to run, we had to like run around town, you know, go to the various sites that we needed to go to out in the rain and the elements. And yeah, so I had my wellies on and my my big Gorton Fisherman coat to just try to stay a little <laughs> bit dry. But yeah, it was a lot of rain. Yeah, that's that's horrible. I mean, I'm from Seattle and that was too much. I was seeing it online. It was just just way too much. Yeah, I couldn't live in Seattle too much. I, I have to have the sunshine. <laughs> oh, that, see, that's that's the misconception about Seattle. Seattle gets quite a bit of sunshine. I mean, even if it you know rains ten minutes during the middle of the night, they consider that a rainy day. And a lot of people, okay. yeah. So a lot of people think that. Well, it's they just... say that about England too. And you know, each time that I've been there, I don't know if I've just been fortunate or what, but the weather's been beautiful. I've gone in the summertime, and the weather's been beautiful. There maybe was a sprinkle here and there, but it, it wasn't anything like it had been described you know everybody thinks that it's such a dreary dark cold place and it's not yeah definitely it's not uh i mean i don't know firsthand uh hopefully next year i'll be able to get over there and actually tackle it firsthand but um you know it uh, is stunning it is stunning i'm i'm telling you you have to go it was enough for I mean, my buddy scott that move over there and now him and his wife are there so i don't know yeah well my, well my mom's from there um and my my grandparents so i you know have a lot of ties i still have family over there too and i always joke like if i had to beat feet that's where i'm going so plus the digging is incredible well like, let's to find let's, something roman <laughs> are you kidding <laughs> i know i know trust me i know uh, let's you and i plan like I was this born in the wrong place i'm telling you like mom why did you have to come here <laughs> let's plan on going over there for detectable next year um hey maybe you never know i know i i'm you gonna keep know. trying but we'll see maybe we can get out there and uh teach those uh Brits or, we'll exactly get, or we'll just get a little group together i tend to do better in small groups anyway so <laughs> yeah i know i probably wouldn't even metal detect out there i'd probably just do the podcast because there's just too many people i'd feel oh, more safe up on this yeah i'd be more feel more safe up on the stage so what's the what's the plans coming up for you uh in the next several months uh anything big coming up Oh, well, you know, this is our digging season coming up because yeah. the weather's cooling down. So I, I actually have some prospects on some more local. I, I tend to go, uh, you know, a little bit of a drive when I go metal detecting for Civil War relics. Um, it's harder to find them in my backyard. 
So I go a couple towns over in their backyard. But um, I have some leads uh, locally that might get me on some Revolutionary War era. So I'm going to be trying to hook up with that and see if that works out. If nothing else, I'm going to hopefully be on a whole lot of local farmland. So I'm going to see what's in the area also to, to provide some more stuff for the, the museum here. But man, just some digging. I'm ready to get back out and dig. I'm tired of dealing with the stress of storms and I'm <laughs> tired of dealing with the heat and the mosquitoes. And I just want to get out and dig. Yeah, trust me. I know. Uh, I was hoping to get some digging done today. Uh, unfortunately, it was a really uh, silent location. Eddie, sorry about that. The cat's singing in the background. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was uh, unfortunately a silent location. You know, uh, we're finding we're finding our places. It's just, uh, you know, got to get out there and do it. But, unfortunately, yeah. it was just really, really silent. Really, really silent. Yeah, you have those. And then it's amazing that when I find my when I found my block eye, um, that was on a silent field. So you just never know what's going to be out there. Um, it, it is incredible. That's what's so crazy about this hobby. Yeah. Any any piece of land has the potential of having something on it. And that's what's crazy. Yeah, it definitely is. And you never know what's going to be on there. I mean, some of the stuff we have one field that all it does is cough up late 1700 coins. And it's we just don't understand why. Uh, one oh, that's heartbreaking. Yeah, uh, it was <laughs> <laughs> so tough. <laughs> one coin from 1666, uh, and then the wow. rest were all late 1700s. Um, just really wow. crazy. We don't understand exactly how that mix happened, but you know, we're not going to complain as long as it's still coughing up silver. We're going to keep doing it. Um, Heck yeah, it could be pop tops, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but. Wow. Uh, that's yeah, awesome. I'd wish, I wish I was in an area like yours with some of the Civil War relics. Um, you definitely you definitely go out there and dig it up, and it's just fantastic and watching your videos and uh, seeing, seeing some of the things that you find. It's just, just almost for me, it's unbelievable because of the history behind it. Yeah, I had, I had a pretty good la year last year with that, the tongue and then the uh, block eye and just, just turning up some really, those were a couple bucket lister things for me. And so I'm really hopeful about um, this digging season to see what else we can come up with. I have a few friends out in some civil war areas that we're gonna start sniffing around a little bit, um, maybe get in a little bit of some streams and muck even if we have to, because you know a lot, this, this area has been pretty pounded. So you work hard, it's still out there, but you work hard for, for oh, what yeah. you get. And uh, so we're gonna try to expand our search a little bit. Yeah, some of those, some of those mucky areas or some of the muck might actually be holding some of the good stuff because of yep. this weather probably moved a lot of the stuff down yeah. to the lower areas. Yeah, so. that's what I'm really excited for. If one thing, if one good positive thing can come out from all this water and all the flooding, let it be um, uncovering some amazing relics. Yeah, and hopefully you'll be the one out there digging them up with uh, maybe with Gary and uh, um, yeah, and we'll definitely be keep, keeping an eye out for we that. Gotta, we got to get Gary to the states. He's over in England. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, Gary, he's he's digging some crazy stuff up over there. If you guys have never been to heavy metal detecting, go check out his videos. He's digging. Him oh yeah, and Patty are digging some awesome things up there. Yeah, he just, I believe yeah. he put out a video earlier this week. I can't remember. I know I saw it pop up. I haven't had time. I've been dealing with all the stuff around the house. I haven't watched many videos this week. 
Did you um, see that crazy cover? It's the Scorpions. You know, you would know that album. Cover. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Germans are insane crazy. about the Scorpions. The first German, you know, big heavy metal band. They love it. Oh yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So. Well, Kimmy, I want to thank you yeah. so much for coming on to the show. Uh, you are always uh, one of the greatest guests to ever, uh, you know, to ever uh, honor me with listening to your. You sweet, are too kind. Stop it. <laughs> your sweet voice. <laughs> no, no, go on, go on, go on. Go on. <laughs> and as always, you're always welcome to come on to the show. Um, and uh, we would love, or I would love, to have you on at any point. Uh, but first, get yourself back out there. Get out there yeah. and uh, get... let's do one. Let's do another one like we used to with me out digging in the field. Those are always fun. So we'll we'll get one of those together soon. Definitely, definitely, yeah, definitely do that. And uh, maybe we can get another Kimmy's Corner back up as well someday. Oh yeah, I would love to do that. No. I should have some more time coming up. Yeah. And you know me, I don't know how to say no, so <laughs> <laughs> I will get it done somehow, some way. But I and I do promise to have this video out. God please, if I say it now, if I say it and put it out there, I'm stuck with it, right? So I hope to have it out this week. How okay. about that? Okay. Then <laughs> I need now, to now I gotta be held to it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to let you go so that you can get that music on there and get it out. And uh... <laughs> Yes, let me go work on that. <laughs> All right. Well, Kimmy, as always, thank you so much. And we'll Absolutely. definitely be talking to you again really soon. Great. You take care. Bye-bye, right. everybody. Bye-bye. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was Siren Kimmy. You can find her on YouTube on Girls Rock Metal Detecting. You can find her on uh, on uh Facebook under Siren Kimi or Kimi Price or just check out the Global Detection Adventures uh, uh, group and you will find her all over the place on there. Um, Girls Rock Metal Detecting is really a fantastic uh, place. Uh, like I was talking about, she really does believe in the empowerment of women in the metal detecting community and the creating a community of women. And uh, she loves showing and sharing and talking with everybody. And uh, she is really great. As you can hear, Eddie wants me to uh, be coming downstairs pretty soon because it's about time for his supper. And uh, he's up here singing and won't stop, won't stop meowing. So what's going to be happening is, is I want to go ahead and thank every single one of you for coming on to the show. You guys are so great. You are the best audience there is. You really make my life so much easier because you make it that I feel so appreciated for helping share this stuff. You guys really create the best audience. So go ahead and pat yourself on the back and uh, make sure you check out uh, some of the other podcasts if you're into geek culture. There is another is available on every single form of uh, podcast download. Uh, myself, my friends Kevin and James, we sit each week and talk about the news that is happening around movies, television, and uh, comic books, video games, everything. And uh, we really deep dive into a lot of Star Wars stuff as well. So make sure you check that out if you're into it. Uh, we try to be funny. There's been a couple really funny episodes. Uh, uh, 
you know, the, there's one about cats, uh, you know, Cat Eggs is the name of the episode. Check that one out to get through it. Uh, about three quarters of the way through, one of the funniest bits you've ever heard happens, and it was completely unscripted. So check that out. Uh, keep an eye out. Also, we got a couple more new podcasts coming out. One for toys and uh, the one with Patrick White, uh, both of which do not have a name yet. And I can't announce too much on the toy one. We do have uh, that one actually has a celebrity who is going to be hosting the uh, show. So that one's going to be coming really soon. And uh, Patrick White is going to be talking with people around the world about all kinds of crazy stories that they have from alien abductions to government conspiracies and everything else. Those are shows coming down the line. If you guys have a podcast you want to share, make sure you get in touch with me and uh, we will be loving to uh, we will be loving to uh, host that for you guys. The more people we have, the less the cost of hosting is and that's the whole goal. Uh, let's try and see if we can get five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different kinds of podcasts on here. And uh, other than that, that's it. Everybody, you guys rock. Uh, from me to every single one of the coin lickers out there, thank you so much for coming in and listening to the Global Detection Adventures Radio Podcast. My name is Lance, and we'll see you guys in one week. of the GDA Radio Podcast Network.